This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Everybody Needs Friends. Friends. Everybody needs friends. Someone to tell your troubles to. Do you know that song from childhood? I don't know that song. I think it's just me because it was incredibly hard for me to find that clip, but I found it. Um, yeah, everybody does need friends, Angela. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Tinder and OkCupid are changing the way they advertise and new dating terms you need to know, including grandeing, as in Ariana grandeing. Oh. Yeah. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. Today, we've got two questions that are people asking on behalf of their friends because everybody does need friends. But first, we want to welcome uh, Angela <laughs> to the podcast because it's just you and I. It's just thank you for that. Grand welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to you as well. I'm so used to saying uh, we want to welcome this week's guest, but it's just you and I this week, it's which is special bonding. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. Yeah, I love it. Um, what's going on in your life? Well, so I have a new work friend at work. And she a is, new friend. I know how exciting. Yes. Um, and she is single and dating and uh, struggling out there. And she, um, she, she's guilty of something that I used to do, where she will talk to somebody for a really long time before she meets up with them in person. Yeah, you got to just like you know, once you realize, okay, I'm interested, like get off the screen and get into IRL. And like watching her go through it is like taking me back to to when I used to do this and, and really highlighting why it's so bad because she will fall for somebody so quickly before meeting them and be like, oh my God, like planning out their whole futures together. Like she's like, oh, he doesn't make that much money, but we can like work on it. Oh God. And I said to her, I was like, we've all done that though. Yeah. But I was like, remember this feeling because this is the best you're going to feel about this person. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you Debbie Downer. Well, that's what she said. She was like, why are you being so negative? And I'm like, just wait. And then the next day after she finally went on her first date with him, she came in and was like, he sucks. And she was so sad. What was wrong with him? She actually went on this date the night that I got engaged and <laughs> she texted me, congrats. By the way, this guy is really short. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> um, poor short guy. So basically, he was much shorter than he said he was That's on his dating profile. That's why you just profile. don't lie because then nobody's going to be disappointed if they if you're upfront with it. Like, I, I don't know what people think when they lie on profiles. They think like, oh, I'm going to lie so they'll meet up with me. Right. Yeah, they're going to meet up with you, but then they're going to be pissed that you're a liar. Yeah. You know, whereas like, just like weed all that and then and then they're not going to go out with you again. So you're wasting everyone's time. Uh, because think, whereas if you're just honest, they might be like, oh, okay, he's a little shorter, but like, whatever, I'll go out with him. Right. And, and then they won't be disappointed because they already have those expectations. And then they like, that's not even something that they're mad at you about. Yeah. There's, there's nothing worse than not being ready for that. And then she said, so then like she got there, he was short. She was immediately like unattracted to him. Then they were eating dinner and 
he got like seafood pasta and he had a long beard and it was getting in his beard. And she oh, said, okay, that's she was where like, you lost me. Yeah. I've, d- I've dated short guys before. Like, whatever, no problem. Um, uh, you know, I'm only 5'4", so like, you know. Well, the, that it's easy for you. Us tall girls. Yeah. I'm 5'7", and like Ian is the shortest I will go and he's like my height. But th- that's hard. It's really? hard to find a tall, tall man out there. I thought you were taller than Ian. You know, it's the eternal debate because I say that I'm taller and then he always is like, stand up, stand up. Oh, and then God. we do like the back to back and he's like maybe a hair taller. Okay. <laughs> so, depending on the day. Oh, that's funny. He's making you like measure yourself at a doctor's office. Exactly. Um, but but yeah, so she and then she felt bad. She was like, am I shallow person for not wanting to be with this little tiny man? Well, I just like, don't li- like the lying is where you the lying is bad. The seafood beard is bad. That's gross. Um, but I was also like, you know what? Maybe you are shallow, but you can't force chemistry. You can't force attraction. And those things are important. So I have to say another thing about this seafood beard, which I yes. can't get over. We've talked on the podcast before about food not to eat on a first date because it's the same list that my mom gave me of food not to eat on a on like a lunch interview, which yes. people don't really do lunch interviews anymore. But like back in the day, they used to like maybe they take you to lunch or dinner. Or right. Sometimes they'll do it, I guess, if you if for whatever reason, like, you know, you can't come in the office. because It's like a top secret position, but you're probably not going to get lunch. It might be like yeah. coffee. Just like single daters, companies yeah. have gotten cheaper. No runny eggs, no like salads with big like leafy greens that are going to be like hanging out of your mouth, no sushi, no food that's hard to eat, no finger foods like chicken wings. And honestly, I would say like like n- no messy seafood. Yeah, seafood can be stinky. And what if your date has a shellfish allergy? Then you can't make out. You, yes, that too. But you really want to just eat food that's like not messy and it, you don't pick the best thing on the menu. Just pick the food that's going to be like the easiest to eat. So you're not like, you know, chomping and thinking like, oh, God, are there chia seeds in my teeth? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't pick a divisive food because like I'm very like, first of all, I, there, I there's a name for it. I can't remember what it is, but there's like a phobia of chewing and I have it. It's like when I hear somebody chewing, I just want to puke in my mouth well usually so, if you're at a restaurant you'll probably it'll you'll hopefully be, che- be you'd have to be a really loud chewer for someone to hear but you. like if you're eating like a gross food and you're like chomping on it like i'm i'm immediately like i think i'm a loud chewer I'm dried up growing up my mom would always say like chew quieter and i remember being like <laughs> she would say it all the time and i would think like am i eating loudly like i didn't even think i was so anyways i I think I've worked on it since then because now I'm <laughs> pretty self-conscious about being a loud chewer. You've never triggered me. So good. That's good. Great. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's okay to to not uh, continue to see somebody if you're not yeah. physically attracted to them. Of course. So that's what's going on in my week. How about you? Well, I've been thinking this episode is all about friends. So I've been yeah. thinking about my friends and my friendship and how it's evolved in terms of me asking for dating advice with my friends. So... I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Now that you have a, a fiance. Uh-huh. Okay. So when I was dating people, I would talk about everything with my friends. I'd be like, oh my God, like we made out. Like, you know, when you hook up, I'd be like, his, this is what his dick was like. Like, you know, like you would really <laughs> right, tell right. them everything. If I got in a fight with, with like a boyfriend or Nick early on, I would tell them everything and get their opinion and they'd break it down. If I was upset, I'd go crash at their house. But now that I'm married... And I've been married for a little bit, um, you know, a couple years. Yeah. But now that I'm married, 
I feel weird talking about any of the stuff that I used to talk about with my friends about my husband because it somehow feels like an invasion of his privacy and like our private life in a weird way. Like, and almost just strange in general. Like, do my friends want to hear about my sex life with my husband? Like, I feel like they'd be like, why are you telling me this? Like, this is weird. Whereas it's not weird for them to tell me about having sex with some like, you know, random dude that they hook up with. Or if I talk about like a fight with Nick, it almost feels like I'm like invading his private. Like I'm, I'm like somehow telling like, I don't know. It just feels different now that we're married. Do you feel like it's different if you tell me something about Ian? So wait, my other question for you is, uh, do you feel that way even when you're talking to other married friends? Like, do you feel like you can vent to other married friends about Nick things? I don't have that many married friends. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that is the problem. Yeah, I think I would feel weird because then if we were hanging out, I wouldn't want them to like, okay, you know what I think it is? I think if I vented about like a fight we get in or something, they would think like, oh God, like Laura's marriage <laughs> is in trouble. Like, you know, like, whereas you wouldn't really think that if it's if it's your boyfriend, you'd be like, oh yeah, they fight ups and downs, right. but like they're solid. But it, it almost feels like when you're married and you're talking about your problems, it's like, oh God, like I almost am self-conscious about how people would like view us now, right. even though I shouldn't give a shit what people think about me. But does this make sense? Kind um, of. I, well, I think with fr- it's all about the give and take. So like I feel like I share about my relationship with friends that share just as much. Yeah, that's you know? true. So like if I was complaining all the time and they were like oh, we very perfect, secretive. Perfect, you know, perfect and- fiance exactly like yeah like i i have uh, i guess a couple friends that sort of try and put a best face forward and and don't complain too much and like those are probably not the friends i vent about my relationship to that's true i wish my friends vented like my married friends would like vent more because i'm just curious like nick and i nick is like my prince charming i'm I he he's like as close to perfect as you can get yeah but everybody but everyone everybody needs to talk a little shit Yes. Sometimes. Everyone's got to vent a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. If you don't got anything to vent, it's like weird and creepy. And I f- genuinely feel like you're not being like your most authentic self with somebody. If there's like no friction, it's like, okay, it's a little weird. I think that's true. I, I wish my like married friends would vent to me more because I'm just like curious like what other married people go through. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's important to have like uh, other coupled friends, whether they're married or not, that also complain about their significant other. Because sometimes I've had uh, experiences where I had a friend complaining about something and I was like, oh, I, I have the same problem in my relationship. And it made me feel less bad about that That's, problem, you know? But then on the other side, so I've, I've like made a bunch of like mommy friends and we've gone on like double dates recently. There's like a couple people that take it too far and like, kind of like tuck shit on their husband in front of their husband. You know, like it's part of like dinner table conversation. Maybe that's it's, me. It's like, and it's like a little awkward. Really? I don't know. It's, I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, I remember one of my friends, one couple we went out with recently was like, oh, it's because you, like she was complaining about her upstairs neighbor and, and she's like, and then my husband, she's, she's, this is my attempt at like, uh, an accent um, and she's like mm, you know and then he's nice to her and opens the front door for her and she's my enemy and he's like you want everyone to like you he's like all he cares about is what people think about him and he's, she says this like in front of him you know uh-huh. and like that's funny she's really funny about it but I've seen other situations where you can like take it too far where it all depends like, on how the husband reacts because react. if he's not good at being like self-deprecating and he gets mad then it's just awkward for everyone that's true this husband didn't get mad he was just like that's not true and he's like okay yeah it's kind of true <laughs> um but i don't know i was just 
thinking about this recently about like when this changed of like what you can and can't say about somebody once you become engaged like you are or married like I am and how that those dynamics change of now I feel like weird saying certain things about like our private life to people that are friends that I should feel able to vent with about like they don't want to hear about Nick's dick you know like but they really did want to know about Nick's dick when we first started dating I would say for me nothing has changed since getting engaged but I could probably also do with some boundaries right you know I know but it's like if we first started you'd be like oh yeah I went down on him but like I'm not gonna you're not gonna come over and me say like so Andrew, last night I like gave a blowjob to my husband like you don't want to know that <laughs> right well it just feels yeah. weird you're like that's your married sex life like don't tell me about that it's a, there was like a weird fine line because I I think I would uh talk about Ian's penis but like nothing that I think would embarrass him well okay. it probably all would embarrass him but but I I <laughs> <laughs> I uh make up that line and for myself there where I'm like eh, he would be embarrassed but it's fine <laughs> versus like he'd be embarrassed and I'm gonna keep that a secret there's like <laughs> levels fair enough all right it is time for us to take a quick sponsor break and then we're jumping into what's in the news We'd like to thank our sponsor, BioClarity. BioClarity is a garden-given, skin-loving beauty brand that wants to help you achieve beautiful, naturally glowing skin. And that's why we love BioClarity. I like it because it's green, so it's like I can like see all the good stuff in it. I feel like anything green must be good, right? I, weirdly, I feel that way too. Uh, Ian actually uses all of BioClarity products for his skin. His skin glows. And he's been glowing lately. Uh, it's, it's, it's like pretty easy. It's easy enough for a man to do, you know? Yeah. That's, that's always good. Yeah. Easy enough for a man. He must be able to do it. Funny enough. I sent it to my brother. I had used BioClarity before. My brother loves trying all like the beauty products that I use. He's like into that (laughs) stuff. So I sent him a bunch of BioClarity and he's like, oh my God, I love that stuff. Yeah. So you follow their clear skin routine. It's for combination oily or breakout prone skin, pretty much any kind of skin type. They have the three-step regimen that rescues stressed skin, banishing bumps and erasing redness. You cleanse, treat, and restore. They even have these clarifying masks now, which I'm kind of getting into masks. Uh, Ian and I like to sit at home at night and put masks on. Oh my God, I wish I could get Nick to do that with me. He always just looks at me like I'm like like a crazy serial killer in my mask. He kind of got me into it. I think he just likes looking silly in them, which is fine because it has great results. So with the clarifying mask from BioClarity, it evens your skin tone and texture and shrinks the appearance of pores. And then it also won't over dry your skin, which is I already have dry skin. So that's very important for me. And right now for our listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free. All you need to do is enter our code SINGLE. Take the first step to healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now, our listeners, when you purchase a skincare routine, you'll get a free clarifying mask with your order. That's a $25 value for free. But all you need to do is enter our code SINGLE at checkout. That's bioclarity.com and use our code SINGLE at checkout to get your free clarifying mask when you purchase a routine. Angela, what are you reading about in the news? I was reading our friend Lisa Bonos uh, in the Washington Post. She writes the Soloish column. For- we love our girl Lisa. We got to get her on the podcast. We do. We've been trying, but for the meantime, we're going to read her stories. So she uh, she was reporting on how Tinder and OkCupid have given up on finding you a soulmate uh, based on their ads, which is something that I've noticed because if you ride the subway, um, there's lots of OkCupid ads everywhere, 
And I actually really liked their new ad campaign, but I hadn't noticed this particular trend. So she says that um, basically the recent trend in advertising for apps is focusing on the fun of being single and dating rather than finding you a match. Whereas like a decade ago, it was all about, well, first breaking down the stigma of online dating and two, like showing like pictures of people that got married. Like OkCupid was very into that. They were like, these are- Look at all our success stories. Um, And if they still did that, I would- I would have to submit my story. You really should. I wonder if there's like an aspect of, of like, you know, now there's like, now there's like the, not tr- trends the wrong word, but it's like, you know, and don't, don't be single shamey, which we've always been like, you, you know, on our show, we've said like, if you want to get married, that's cool. If you want to like date forever, if you want to date multiple people, that's cool. Like whatever you want. That's what we yeah. talk about on the podcast. But it's cool to hear that, that dating websites and apps are now catching on finally it feels yeah. a little late for them to be catching on but there, it's, it's strange well there's definitely an element to that and of course like their PR people kind of try and spin it that way like um tinder's chief marketing officer was like we're pro couples and we want people to meet but we also want uh to be there when you're out and exploring and having fun uh but lisa bonos actually has a more nefarious theory she says it's not because you can't find someone it's because the longer you're swiping or searching the longer these apps can monetize those matches through their premium membership oh that makes sense you know what's funny is like at the beginning tinder got a lot of shit for saying you know people just want to go on there to like hook up they don't they're not looking for long term relationships and now in a way they're kind of owning it they are that's kind of she pointed that out too cuz like tinder now she was saying that their ads, they have like one of a bunch of people skating and dancing single file and it says single is a terrible thing to waste. And oh. then, yeah. And then some of their other taglines are congrats on your big breakup. Single does what single wants and single never has to go home early. I really like these ads. I'm surprised we didn't come up with them. I know. We could be copywriters for Tinder. What were we? Cop- we were copywriters for someone, some company. Not a dating company, though. Yeah, that's true. It was a fashion thing. No, didn't like Badu have us write some oh, stuff? Oh, right. What happened to that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know, guys. Yeah. Um, that, that's an interesting trend. Pay attention when you're when you're seeing ads. Yeah. it's They're cool. And the OkCupid okay ones are cool, too. So, I don't know. I, I dig it. I dig it. But but don't give up. That doesn't mean that they've given up on giving you or finding you a soulmate. That's what her headline was. But I don't think that's what it means. It just means they're embracing many lifestyles. Yeah. Which I guess is a good thing. It is. All right, you want to know what I've been reading? Yeah. I've been reading the Daily Mail. This is an article that my friend Matt, who sends me a bunch of articles, he's always spot on with what I like to read on the podcast. He's a great source for us. He is a great source. So he wrote about new dating terms you need to know. uh, And I thought I'd read you some of them. Okay. So the first one is grandeing. That after Ariana Grande. Yes, I want want to know what that means. It involves practicing gratefulness at the end of a relationship and rejecting negativity and bitterness as you move forward in your life. Oh, thank you, next. Yeah, I guess this is because she's been like celebrating herself and like came out with like songs about like celebrating herself. So, you know, I don't know why she is getting, like I feel like a lot of people have been like, I'm focusing on me now. Right. But apparently she's getting all the credit for that. She has that lyric, I'm so fucking grateful for my ex. Oh, Although her fans are kind of bullying her ex, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. The next one is Instagram standing. Uh, this is quite a mouthful, they point out. But this involves curating your Instagram feed with one person in mind and specifically posting pictures that you think will appeal to your crush. 
So I think that's very funny. I feel uh, like I've done that. I like we've that there's all a done word. That. There's definitely, I, I'm, I love that there's a word for that. Because right? Because I'm sure if you have a crush and you know that they check your shit, you're going to, if you're posting a picture, you're like, okay, what are they going to think of this? Or I want to post something that they might think I like. Like maybe they're very like cultured. You're like, oh, look at me. I'm outside of uh, the MoMA. You know? Right. Exactly. It's not like you don't go to the MoMA just to take the picture but you're like i'm here and they would like it i'm gonna post a picture outside the museum to show how cultured yeah. i am too exactly all right next up we got Banksying. so i don't know if you heard recently <laughs> but banksy shredded a famous yeah. artwork during an auction at sotheby's it shocked the art world um so they say that uh daters are taking inspiration from him and planning their breakups far in advance because he like he like planned to ruin his painting in advance so now they're saying Banksying is like planning to quote unquote ruin slash end your relationship in advance. This one feels like a stretch. It really feels like a stretch. I guess it's like, oh, I don't want to break up right now because it's like her birthday next week. That's messed up. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm going to break up like in like two months. I don't know. I, I thought think it was going to be like you break up and then all the photos that you have together self-destruct on social media. That sounds like that makes way more sense, Angela. I should create an app called Banksying you should. that provides that service. I think a lot of people would take you up on that. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got Throning. Throning is dating someone just to boost your personal profile or reputation. Kind of like, I guess they, they say like Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Cohabitating. This is basically like when you're when you cohabitate and date just to like have cheaper rent. Oh, big in New York. Big in New York, yeah. Uh, U-turning. So they write, we all have one friend who says they're in love five minutes after meeting someone uh, before breaking up with them three days later. So they call it U-turning because you like make a U-turn. I feel like, wasn't there another word for this? Like, oh, love bombing. Oh, yes. Yes. I like love bombing better. Yeah. Um, lastly, another one I liked, vulturing. Uh, well, I didn't like all of these, but anyways, another one is vulturing, <laughs> conjuring up images of vultures swirling around a pile of dead bodies. Mm-hmm. This dating term was never going to be pretty or romantic. She writes, vulturing is when someone becomes much more romantically interested in someone once they sense their current relationship is about to break up. They swoop in to pick up the pieces. Wow. Honestly, I think a lot of these are a little stretchy. They were, well, they were probably like, I have a deadline. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so like vulturing is like oh I'm gonna like swoop in things things right. look things look bad that person's about to break up but that's kind of what you always did if you had a crush on someone sure. and you're like you hear that they're about to break up with their boyfriend yeah definitely a thing yeah any of these you think you'll you'll end up using I like what is it Instagram standing yeah it's quite the mouthful but because uh, I might still kind of do this just for like friends that I'm courting oh you know yeah like this friend would like that is yeah. that sad well, welcome to 30. Welcome. Where, you know, we all curate our Instagram with other people in mind a little bit, I think. Maybe. I think I think so. I don't know. Now, mine's, mine, I told myself mine was never going to be all pictures of babies. Mine's all pictures of babies now. So I don't even know what my Instagram has become. I have three engagement photos in a row and like two of them I'm doing that stupid hand thing where you hold up your hand, which I always made fun of. So. You just, you know. Who are we? Who are we? Also, like. You know, whenever I post pictures that are not about my baby, that's about like my work or my show, I get like one fifth the amount of likes. <laughs> People want the babies. I don't know, man. You need to perform well. I guess so. Fair for who? I don't know. What do I do? Any of us do any of this? Self gratification. All right. It is time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, we're going to take a quick sponsor break. 
We'd like to thank our sponsor, OkCupid. OkCupid is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. And there are awesome people like you who are into what you're into on the OkCupid app. You can actually tell people what you're into. For instance, I'm currently into matcha. And I, you know, it'd be cool to meet someone that was into matcha. Nick's not into matcha, but he's slowly getting there. I don't know if you guys, you listeners know what a big part OkCupid has played in both my marriage and now Angela's current engagement, Nick had gone on an OkCupid date with one of my best friends. They realized that things were just plutonic. There was, you know, no spark, but they they stayed friends. And she had a holiday party, which is where I met Nick. So I have OkCupid to thank for my marriage and now my son and my basically whole life. Angela, meanwhile, met Ian on OkCupid. Uh, she messaged him first. She's told this story many times on our podcast. So, okay, Cupid, we have to thank for our entire lives, pretty much. Um, so, let me tell you a little bit about Okay Cupid. Okay Cupid, the app lets you answer a ton of fun questions that let you be seen by people who are going to be into you. The Okay Cupid app has a ton of answers to the questions. So some of these questions might be like, would you date someone who's not a feminist? My answer would be no. Uh, do you prefer to share food? As it turns out, I do prefer to share food. Nick doesn't, but you know what? That's not stopping our relationship from being awesome. Uh, do you like true crime? Uh, for me, I would say it, it depends. It depends. For Nick, I would say like he's not like a true crime junkie, but he he has a bigger stomach for it than I do. So, you know, sometimes sometimes these questions, uh, they'll, they'll tell you more about somebody and then you can decide if they're like make or break things. So, guys, the questions on OkCupid app are so fun. I wanted to keep answering them because they were giving me so much to talk about with, with Angela when we were like playing around and answering the questions. Needless to say, Angela and I are diehard OkCupid fans. We have them to thank for our entire lives. So, you know, this is a true endorsement. If there's one thing I need to endorse, it's OkCupid, which, you know, through through various means found me my husband. Be yourself. Enjoy all the awesome people like you who want to meet you on the OkCupid app. Download the free app today. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. And that's what Angela and I did way before they were ever a sponsor on our show. We had our This Is Why You're Single show website. Now we have This Is Why You're Single book, which goes to the same place. I also have lauralane.com. And I have AngelaSparrow.com. Yep. I have FemFairyTales.com. I have Nick with no K loves Laura. Uh, I've created a bunch of Squarespace websites because it's really fun and it makes whatever I'm doing, whether it's my wedding or our sketch show or my other sketch show, feel feel professional. Yeah. And in addition to being fun, it's super easy or else we wouldn't both have a million websites. Uh, we don't know anything about designing, but Squarespace just provides beautiful templates that are created by world-class designers that make your website look great. They also have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything if you're a maker of things. And if you ever get confused, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support uh, we're podcasters. We use it for that, but you can also use it if you're an artist or a writer, a blogger, an accessories designer, a nutritionist, an athlete even. You can post pictures of you like running a marathon. Why yeah, not? Yeah, whatever it is. 
you can use Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay, we have first up a question from an anonymous listener. They write, I have a question about one of my best friends we'll call Lisa. She has been in an on and off relationship with this guy we'll call Rob. Rob is an American stationed in East Asia and Lisa is a non-American studying in the same city and they met through Tinder. Having been friends with Lisa for nearly 10 years, I know she has always dreamed to someday settle down, get married and have kids. But ever since she started dating Rob, she suddenly changes her mind and thinks marriage is dumb and that kids are never going to happen. Turns out Rob has told her he never wants to get married or have kids. So now she has decided this is her path as well. While I know people can change, what infuriates me more than more is that this Rob has even told her that he feels like he's settling for her. Oh, God. Wow. He's and special. that he will never do better than her, so he's sticking with her. Wait, God, those I, are, aren't those two opposite uh, uh, no, ideas? No, he's like settling with her. He's settling for her, meaning like... Oh, like he, she's too... Okay, so he is saying that she's too good for him. No, Cause, no. Because she said he will... He said that he will never do better. He will never do than better her. than her. He will never do better than her. So he's right. So she's the best he can do. She's the best. He can never do better than her. I think you're thinking of it. I see how this phrase can be confusing. I think like he's like, I wish I could do better than you, but I don't think I can. I think that's what he's saying. He's not saying I can never do better than you. You're amazing. But that's not settling. Well, I guess it's like being like he's settling for, for her. He's like, well, he's like, I'm just gonna settle because you're the best I can do. Damn. That's right. what I think they, this means. Either way, Rob, what a shithead. Um, <laughs> is it me just... All right. She, so this is her now. She says, is it just me being selfish and nostalgic for our past early 20s fantasies? Or should I be alarmed that my best friend is head over heels with a man who, number one, convinced her to change her mind about getting married and having kids? Number two, sees her as just a consolation prize. They've been together for about three years, but it just feels more urgent now um, because Rob is about to return to the U.S. and Lisa wants to drop everything in her current life, even though Rob explicitly says he wants to live alone for a while. What? Oh, should I just mind my own business and accept her decisions or should I try to convince her to break it off? This is so hard because like you really want to help your friends and tell them like, okay, the guy that you're dating sucks balls. But... this is where I find trouble giving advice to friends. If your friend asks you for advice, then like you can be pretty honest. But if they're not asking for advice, I found I have found it really hard to give advice to friends when they don't ask for it. So I had a friend recently that you know, and she was like head over heels with this guy. It was like so quick. It was like two months. And she was said, you know, but we talk on the phone for like, you know, he lived on the opposite coast. And she's like, we talk on the phone for hours. We want all the same things. We want to like have kids and like travel. And I think I'm going to move, I'm going to move to California for him. And, and I was just like, eh. you know, I was like, eh, are you sure? Like, this seems a little fast. Like, I don't know about this guy. And she's like, and she was so taken back and was like, whoa, do you not want me to be happy? Like, whoa, oh, like, God. and she was just like, I don't, please stop, Laura. Like, I don't, please don't like, I'm happy. Just like, be happy for me. I was like, okay, oh, oh, my mouth is shut. Like, 
I could just tell that she was not open to receiving any of my doubts, you know, Mm -hmm. and was just thinking, you know, like, oh, like, you know, you're married, you have a kid, like, you know, why would you not want this for me type of thing? Not, she wasn't angry at me, but she just thought, you know, I'm in a really happy place right now. I just need you to be happy for me and don't question this. I was like, okay, I will do that. Sure enough, like three weeks later, completely falls apart and like she ends up not moving. And I, I don't want to be like, I was right. The moral of the story is like, I'm glad she found out on her own. I don't know what you do if your friend's like not going to, you know, discover it on on your own. I think ultimately people have to, though. I mean, kind of have to if they're if, not asking you for advice, especially you know? if they're going to learn the lesson, they're not going to learn it through someone telling them. But I do also think you owe it to her to be honest so that when she's looking back, if and when it inevitably doesn't work out, she can't be like. Oh, but like you said, it you liked him or yeah, like don't everything lie. was great. So like, I, I think you can express your doubts in like maybe like a lighter way. Like you know, if you're really happy and this is what you want, that's great. I'm just a little concerned that maybe you know uh, that you know you want. I I want to see you with someone that's like super head over heels and you know wants the same things that I, that I think you said you want. But, but I don't know. Maybe that's changed. I don't right. know. You know, and then kind of back off. And I think you could also, if you're gonna voice your concerns focus on what he has said to her about settling versus like you know you can't I think you're right that she is changing what she wants for this guy but that's like kind of harder to prove but what where you have a stronger case is being like he's kind of not said the most flattering things about you and he doesn't even want to live with you if you're going to move all the way there like are you sure I think I think he's moving back maybe Right, right. He's moving, but she's considering moving with him. Oh, I guess. right. Yeah, there's a lot of moving happening. Either way, they're going to be. He's ret- oh, he's returning to the U.S. Right, and he Got said it. he wants to live by himself, quote yeah. unquote, for a while. My other problem, Angela, that I don't know what to how to get over is sometimes you can say things like you want to warn your friend about someone, mm-hmm. but then sometimes you're wrong and it ends up working out. So I have like another friend who was dating like a much older guy that we all like weren't so sure about and then like sure enough they you know like I wanted to be like okay this is way too fast they like you know she moved in with him after just like a few months and like moved to be with him and I was like okay what is happening and like now they've been together for years they're super happy even though the whole time we've had like our doubts of whether it will work out like they're still going strong and I'm like you know what like sometimes I have an idea of who the perfect guy is but like Sometimes like what I can handle is different from what you can handle. And like what I look for is different from what you look for. And like maybe, you know, this is fine. And that is true. We can only go off of what we know from this email. There might be other great things about this guy. But if I'm operating just based on what I know, I feel like this is like not an ambiguous situation. And he's definitely a piece of shit. True. (laughs) So... I really, I'm, I'm with this friend who's concerned. I think she has reason to be concerned. Yeah, she should say something. He does. The, the thing I can't get over is what I agree with you about is that like he's talking shit on her, which is not cool. Yeah, to her. Yeah, he's saying like I'm like yeah, you're not my consolation prize. And what it, it makes me hell? sad that Lisa, the friend, would would think that or she, I'm not your consolation prize is what I meant. Right. She, she should wait. If somebody like says that to you, you should have the confidence. To be able to be like, oh, I deserve better than somebody who speaks to me this way. So it makes me sad that Lisa obviously is maybe a little insecure. She just like likes this guy so much. She's willing to overlook that. Um, but I think she deserves better. Me too. All right. What else do we got in the mailbox? 
Okay. Uh, another anonymous listener, they wrote in with the subject line, help me be a good friend. So they say, hi, ladies. I love your podcast. I'm madly in love with a great man. My best friend, who is single, is a self-proclaimed serial dater, always has to be in a relationship, have a boy toy, etc. She has been talking to a new guy from California from Tinder for about a month. And short story, he's flying to Illinois to meet her. I want to be 100% excited for her, but knowing her so well and hearing her say how she needs time away from guys after her last breakup makes me skeptical. Also, he could be a phony. They Snapchat, so there's proof he's not an 80-year-old catfish. But when I asked her why he's coming down to Illinois, hotel and all, for no other reason but her, she got mad and took it as me saying that she wasn't a good enough reason for him to come here. How do I convey my concerns so she will listen and see that I'm trying to look out for her? Hmm. Okay, so I'm curious to know, so her big concern is that he's a phony? What are her, what are her other concerns about this? Because I think like if, if there's two people that are chatting and they, and they, you know, chat over video and there's chemistry and they're like, of course the guy would like fly just to see her, right? When you're, yeah, when you're I, like crushing hard, you would do that. That doesn't strike me as weird that he would come all the way just yeah, for her. I agree with you. That part of the email stood out to me too because I was waiting for the red flag, but I think it's actually a good sign that he's willing to like come and, and spend time with her and actually like spend money to be there just for her. And it sounds like uh, the only problem I see is that her friend has said like, oh, you know, I just want to be single and I, I'm a self-proclaimed serial dater and now she is getting excited about about this guy and maybe wanting to be serious with him but i don't see am i missing the red flag because the the thing that that this person seems to be saying is like but i thought you wanted to be single right but that's clearly changing and i think what you need to know the whoever you anonymous person i i think you need to know like maybe your friend was a self-proclaimed serial dater who said she just wanted to date around and you know take a break after her last breakup but maybe she was saying that kind of uh you know to make herself feel better about the situation and about being single. It was kind of like to boost herself up, you know, like actually I am happy and maybe she right. was, but now, you know, you're happy being single until you meet the right person in my mind. And so maybe this is the right person and he wants to make the effort. He wants to fly all the way to see her. I don't see any problems. I, I don't think you need to convey your concerns actually. Yeah. Plus it's long distance. So it's not like, you know, that at least that will help them take things slow. I mean, you can, what you wrote is, how can I convey my concern that you're trying to look out for her? What I would say is, I would say, I am so happy for you. This is amazing that this guy's flying all the way out to see you. Like, oh my God, he really likes you. But, you know, girl, I got your back. Just please promise me you're going to, you know, meet in public the first time, you know, because like, God forbid, you never know, you know. Right. Like, I don't want this guy to be like Craigslist killer. I don't think he is. But just promise me you'll meet in public. And maybe it also all comes back to like the story I told earlier about my work friend where maybe you just want to say kind of what I said, which is like, you know, you're excited now, but you haven't met in person yet. So like just like curb your enthusiasm. And like I and I hope and I hope you like him even, you know, I hope he's even better in person than he is. You know, stay positive. Friends want cheerleaders. Say I hope he's even better in person than he has been on the phone and, you know, over text uh, and like girl i can't wait to like get the update right. and just you know be be happy for because i really don't see any red flags in this situation yeah. if you see things starting to go south then you can step in but for right now just be happy fine. for your friend i think sometimes people in relationships can get a little like like know it all 
I do it too, you know. But and I you, think it's you like, do. You love your friends. You want to have their back. So you're like, you're like looking out for danger because you want to protect their their beautiful little hearts. But but sometimes you just got to be their cheerleader, right? And sometimes your friend just wants to make dumb decisions and sleep around. Yeah, let her get it out of her system. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want your questions answered or if you have any funny messages you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Please be concise, paragraph or less. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is everybody needs friends. Friends. Everybody needs friends. What is that? Do, Angela. What is that song? This is a song by Greg and Steve. I don't know who Greg and Steve are, but this is just a song. I had it in my head when I wrote this rundown. And I was like, friends, everybody needs friends. And then I'm like Googling and I can't find this song anywhere. And I finally, I mean, look at this video on YouTube I found. It's a video of it playing in like a cassette. Wow. This is so old. It's got to be a song from the 80s for children. But I, I used to... I used to sing it like in sing-alongs when I was a child and I don't, I think I'm like the only one. I don't know. It must be like an Orange County thing. I hope it becomes popularized via this episode. Me too. Um, so we all do need friends. Sometimes you just need someone to watch out for you. Sometimes you just need to watch out for your friends, but it's hard to do that. You know, it's, it's hard to find the right balance of, of watching out for your friends and giving advice without, you know, sounding too preachy or like you're not happy for them, you know? How do you find that balance with your friends? Um, I well, I think that a lot of my friends feel comfortable asking for advice whether they take the advice or not is another story, but I always try to be honest. I never lie, but I do find polite or positive ways to spin my advice. Um, also, I find ways to cover my bases so that if things do work out with the guy, like I'll say something nice. Remember how you actually taught me how to write a good email once? Which I did? was like, do like the compliment sandwich, right? Where you like say something nice, then you get a little real in the middle, then you say something nice again. But really? I don't even remember that I did that. I think it was you. Uh, maybe my therapist taught me how to do that. That, that sounds familiar. So I think like, I've you know, forgotten my own advice. Maybe you're like, it makes me so happy to see you happy, but I'm a little concerned about X, Y, Z. But also he's got great hair. But yeah, but like <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's my biggest fear is that I say something like, I don't think this guy's right. I don't, you know, you, you got to end things. And then it works out and they get married and either like, a, I'm not invited to the wedding or B, for like the rest of their life, they she thinks I like hate her husband. Right. And that happened one time with a friend. You knew, you know, you were in LA with me and <laughs> our friend that had just broken up and then they got back together, but he blocked me on Instagram and like I wasn't invited to the wedding initially. I eventually ended up having to like apologize and like write this big long email about how much I love them and like I just you know like he, like he's so not he's always been so nice to me I'm just so well, happy they're for not you. together anymore now they're not together <laughs> I was fucking right vindicated well, here's what I'll say the, the but I finally got like reinvited the wedding then the wedding got called off whatever it was drama but let's just say I was right from the start I think the kind of stuff that we're talking about like when I when I say the compliment sandwich these are things that like are like things that are to you red flags, but you're like, well, I mean, it could work out and I don't want to burn that bridge. But when things are like, 
when somebody has an obviously shitty boyfriend, like maybe it's obvious that they're cheating or that they say uh, mean or like abusive things to the person, which like th- that that situation that you're talking about kind of almost bordered. On it was that. border because he was a little verbally abusive, I will say. But and, yeah, if there's any physical stuff or not even physical, I think just verbal. I think that you don't you can forget about the compliment sandwich and you should be blunt in that scenario. I could not agree more. If there's any like verbal abuse and like of course uh, physical abuses should be right. so obvious. Well, you that's need to, like a whole nother episode. Then you need to like intervene, but you know, call the police. Right. We're talking light things. <laughs> We're talking light stuff here. But yeah, if, if he's just mean to your friend and puts and puts your friend down, then then that's when, yeah, you could be pretty upfront about that. Right. On that note, it is time for our Reason of the week breakdown. We all need friends who have our back and we have to have our friends backs too. People have a lot of different perspectives on what friendship is. So I'm going to read some quotes about friendship from TV and Angela has to guess what show it's from. It's a game we call the test of Of friends. friends. Are you ready to play? Yes. All right. Here we go. You know what sucks about getting older? Your friends have known you for way too long. They've got too much on you. I want friends who still lie to me because they don't want to hurt my feelings. I sadly kind of mean that. Um, uh, can I have a hint? Yeah. Uh, one of the characters in the show was an elf. The movie Elf. Oh, what? Um, Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel... I don't know. You tell me. Oh, new girl, new girl. There you go. That was Nick Miller from new girl. Okay. All right. Next up. We made a deal ages ago. Men, babies. It doesn't matter. We're soulmates. Oh, I know this one. Sex in the city. How the F did you know that you are crazy? How do you know that quote? I think that was in the trailer and I just, it was Samantha, right? Yeah, I just hear her saying it like over, like oh, we're we're soulmates. Like she's holding like a martini glass. Oh my god, you're so good. Your brain is crazy. Your brain is crazy. I love that you remember the Sex and the City trailer from God knows how many years ago. All right, next up, a best friend isn't a person, Danny. It's a tear. What? I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> I really a don't. Tear like T E A R or T I E R. Oh, I I really I don't know. I don't know. Can I have a hint? Um, well, Danny is the character's name. Um, uh, how do I give a hint about this? Uh, this is a woman saying this. And one of the words in the title is project. <laughs> oh, Mindy Project. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't think of like Thank any you. good Min- uh, Mindy Kaling hints that didn't like totally give it away. Your your hints got like progressively more obvious though. It was good. You started out yeah. challenging. Yeah. Uh all right. Next up. That's how it goes, kids. The friends, neighbors, drinking buddies, and partners in crime you love so much when you're young. At the as the years go by, you just lose touch. You'll be shocked when you discover how easy it is in life to part ways with people forever. That's why when you find someone you want to keep around, you do something about it. How I met your mother what <laughs> because he's talking Who to his kids are i you must say i don't watch that show but i know he like narrates it to his children okay that's crazy all right i got two more for you 
Friends joke with one another. Hey, you're poor. Hey, your mama's dead. That's what friends <laughs> do. This sounds familiar. Uh, I I don't think this is right, but Broad City. This is Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Can you picture him saying it now <laughs> yes. that I've said it? Like friends joke, like because he means he's like friends joke with each other. Like yeah, and then he's just like right. super offensive. That's why he has no friends. All right. Uh, I'm going to do two more, actually. Oh, okay. This is a reality show. That's your hint. Okay. Friends wouldn't ask friends to give them dresses for free. (laughs) (laughs) Is this... Oh, God. I feel like it's like one of the housewives. Or... No? Vanderpump Rules? Kardashian. Oh, That's Kim. Pinheads. I'm surprised Kim would make her friends pay for dresses. Just give them free. You're so rich. Right? Do you know how many... Things I give my friends. I would never make my friends pay for a dress. I give them shit all the time for free. I give free way free clothes. That's, friends give away free clothes, okay? <laughs> and then whatever your friends don't want, then you can try to sell on Crossroads. Maybe Kim doesn't know about Crossroads. I guess. She probably has never stepped foot in a Crossroads. All right. Last one. Friends make the worst enemies. Ooh. This is like a serious dramatic show on Netflix. And the person that said it is like, like being killed off the show. Is it House of Cards? Sure is. That Frank Underwood House of Cards. You did amazing. Thank you. You gave good hints. I don't know. That, <laughs> like, I, I think I barely gave any hints. That was so good. All right, guys. We hope we have cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yep. And you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors in the coach. Check out our podcast page on this is why your single show.com. We're also on social. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can follow my personal at Sparadactyl. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Insta and Laura Lane on Twitter. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.